Hi, Jennifer. Hi, Richard. How are you? I'm doing fantabulous. I love this background that you have. You're in like some pink land. Where is that? Cherry blossoms in my office. Excellent. And I'm in the Village Green in Northbrook, Illinois. It's a place that I used to go and relax and meditate, play the guitar, stuff like that. Awesome. Yeah, it's kind of fun. Makes me feel like I'm in Northbrook, not just seeing myself. Of course, I didn't look like this back then, whatever. Hey. Ask what astral travel looks like now. Yeah, exactly. Well, so Luana, let's ask Luana. I know, you know, she's, I'm sure she's got a class full of people who want to talk to us. I had some people in mind, but I'm going to leave it up to Luana because it feels like she will have some people for us to talk to, unless she wants me to pull them forward. It's up to her. Came through, or the person that I'm getting the impressions the impressions from is Junior Seau, right? Junior Seau, okay. Football player. Uh, for those who aren't aware, uh, we spoke to him via his wife, Gina. Mm -hmm. And uh, I posted those sessions on Martini Zone where he came forward and talked to us about a number of things. But what would you like to say, Junior? He's showing me you in my mind's eye. So hold on. Okay, you know the guy that I always call Fran Targington, but it's not <laughs> Targington. What's his name? I'm sorry. Joe Namath. Joe Namath, thank you. Hold on. They still laugh at me for that. They even showed me, <laughs> showed me Joe Namath and then Fran Targington. I'm like, I know. I'm sorry, Joe. I'm never going to It's okay. Cause but, you know, they were the same era. And for those out there listening in, Joe's still on the planet. Yeah. Yeah, there's still on them. Um, and so is Fran. Right. Well, that's why I don't feel bad for not knowing Joe Namath because he's still here. So I'm like, he's still here. Wow. Okay. I just got a bunch of stuff that just came in. So I guess Joe might have more information about the concussion, ask about what's happened to um, CTE. Yeah. Um, something with oxygen, but yet oxygen freezing. I don't know what that means. What do you mean by oxygen freezing? Are you talking about, hold on. What's the kind of oxygen that's like? Super cold. Super cold? Yeah. yeah. It, from what I understand of hyperbaric oxygen therapy, which is what Junior Seau is putting into Jennifer's mind. And it's because it's based on our multiple conversations where he and a number of people, including Dave Dewerson, Paul Allen, all came forward and talked about how this hyperbaric oxygen therapy, which is somebody going into a tent and it's oxygen at a very cold level and it goes into the body and you're just, and it repairs brain issues. Yeah, it just repairs not just the brain, but the body too, inside. Apparently there's other benefits to it. Are, so Junior, why are you mentioning this? Are you saying beyond the CTE cure, which is what Joe Namath felt that he had CTE, went and did this hyperbaric oxygen therapy at a clinic in Jupiter, Florida, and he felt he was cured of CTE. And Junior and others came through to us, not knowing that, we didn't know that, and made us look up that information. And, and so- By the way, I didn't know that we talked about that part already, because I had no idea. He's just showing me new again, like to me- Yeah, it's all- it's in a trance. I understand. But for the people listening in, like, why are you guys talking to Junior Seau? Well, Junior Seau, the San Diego football player who had CTE and committed suicide, a year after his friend and fellow football player, Dave Dewerson of the Chicago Bears, had done the same thing. Dave Dewerson's brain was sent to Boston University, and they discovered CTE in his brain. So he was sort of the first person and Junior pointed out to us those same doctors studied his brain and the information from his brain brought in more information. Both of them trying to get people on the planet, you, to focus on hyperbaric oxygen therapy as a cure for CTE. So that is in the video on Martini's own called Junior's Talking to Junior Sayo, Paul Allen, and Dave Dewerson. However, 
I want to ask Junior this question. Are you bringing this up because are you saying that this CTE, this oxygen therapy, might also help other issues? Alzheimer's. Alzheimer's. What else? Um, Parkinson's? Something with their joints. So yeah, Parkinson's. Parkinson's. Arthritis? Parkinson's, he's, I don't know about arthritis, but he says Parkinson's because it has to do with neurological with the brain, brain. has to do with the joints, right? Okay, so all right, so thank you. And I, I love to throw out things that he's, people say no to because it shows that Jennifer and I aren't trying to promote something. So, yeah. the, so what he's saying is that brain-related issues, yes, hyperbaric oxygen therapy, oxygen therapy can help with Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, uh, CTE, anything else? Dementia. 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 That's huge. Lupus. Like is lupus. I don't know. It's an autoimmune uh, disorder. But let's focus on dementia for a second, uh, Junior. And I know you're not a doctor, and but we're going to ask you some doctor questions. So what happens? So this oxygen therapy, it's repairing cells within the brain. Is that what's going on? And so. I don't know, they think that Alzheimer's and dementia is related to plaque on the brain. Are you saying, like, how does the process heal the brain or heal this? What he showed me is the, what they consider as plaque. He's showing me dark spots mm -hmm. for dementia. And he's saying that it, rumble, it loosens it. It does something to loosen the plaque. Excellent, excellent. That's a great answer. Rumbling, he just showed me kind of like, the earthquake we had last night, but or this morning. I missed it. I missed it too. <laughs> Isn't that funny? I, I, did. I woke up, but I didn't know what it was. I just didn't. Yeah. Um, so, Junior, most people tuning into this are going to be saying, "Are we talking to the Junior Seau? You're, this is the Junior Seau who was number fifty-five, who played yeah. for the San Diego Chargers." Here's why. He's cousins with somebody that I know, and. Right now, I, I still have it. He's telling me, and we were having side conversations as you're talking. He's like, you need, to, you need to give him a break. And I'm like, no, I'm mad at this person. <laughs> no, it's something that's, I, it's. I understand. Okay. And we've but, seen this. But he's cousins with him. So that's the reason, whole reason why I'm just, I'm like, yes. Well, and I just want to point out, if anybody is curious about this, watch the video. I'm not thinking about his cousins. Right. I understand that. But if you watch the video, you'll see Jennifer have side conversations with Junior Sale, why his wife, Gina, is in the room and hearing direct conversations from Junior to her. And while Jennifer is expressing his love for her, he's also saying to Jennifer, why aren't you saying exactly what I'm saying? What's the matter with you? I'm trying to tell you what to say and you won't say it. Stuff like that. It's mind blowing. But it's about Yes. So, okay. okay, Junior, that's very good. Luana, is that is that why you let Junior come to the front of the line here? Is is he the most important person here, or did he? He just his way through. Exactly. She just showed me him busting his way like. <laughs> but I just want to make sure that that's the whole reason. Um, okay. No, stop it. They need to do more research on that. Need to do more research on that. It might not cure it, but it'll alleviate a lot of it. It'll help. And I've reached out to Joe Namath through a friend who knows him. I don't know if he's ever gotten any message about that video that is about him. Junior, are you aware if he's seen it or not? I don't feel like he has. I don't he hasn't seen it. I don't know if it actually got to him or what. I don't. Well, can I just say, that's no longer up to me. It's up to you guys. You're the ones who got to tap him on the shoulder. I mean, there's a hashtag, Joe Namath, watch this video. But I can only, you know, he says he, that so many times. He barely even knows how to work his phone. <laughs> okay. So someone has to show it to him. His eyesight is pretty bad, so he has to Well, watch. I would also say... You know, Junior's not the only, I'm sorry, Joe's not the only person on the planet who's aware of hyperbaric oxygen therapy. There's right. other people. And so if you've heard of it, 
if you're somebody watching this video and has heard about it from their doctor or from a friend or something else, force them to watch this video. And don't judge what we're saying. Just take it as another way to get into research. We're not trying to change your belief system. We're not trying to change who you are. In fact, it's not our job to make you, thank you, Daddy. It's not our job to make you believe in anything. It's, our, it's my job just to give information that I couldn't have thought of. And, and me to ask the silly questions. Okay. And if you see me looking down, it's because I have a clipboard where I write, I doodle. And everybody's seen Tyler Henry. I do my own doodling. Your own doodling. Yes. But I was, the point being, if out of our weird conversation with the flip side, if nobody believes it ever, it doesn't matter. If what comes out of it is somebody taking hyperbaric oxygen therapy and curing dementia, our job is done. We've done our work, correct? Okay. Moana, we're tossing it back to you, my dear. Who else needs to talk to us today? Please, Junior. Okay. Robin Williams is coming forward. Thank you. Okay, Robin, you're always welcome. Are you elbowing your way in or just talking your way in? He said he jumped over. He <laughs> <laughs> jumped over him. Hurdled. Funny. He actually showed himself in his Mork and Mindy outfit, and he just took a spaceship and jumped over him. <laughs> What's up, brother? I'll take your. Hold on one second. Okay. All right. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, uh, Robin, what's the reason for you jumping over? Who, is there a subject you want to talk about that's important for us to address? Or is there somebody there that's shown up recently that you want to introduce us to? He wants to talk about the pandemic. Okay, very good. And if I'm correct, please let me know. You want to talk about mental health associated with the pandemic. Is that correct? Okay. Yes. And because often when you show up, Robin, it's either because somebody, a comedian, has gone to the flip side and you greeted them. Me getting the chills, sorry. <laughs> no, but this, when you mentioned his name, I, I figured, you know, if Junior's going to come talk about dementia, Robin's going to come and talk about depression, let's just say. I'm fond of saying we can't judge people for how they leave the stage. We can only judge them for their performance on stage, how they exit, whether they trip over a curtain or jump off the stage, not as important as what they did on stage. So, okay. Thank you, well, whatever. So Robert, Robin, what is it you'd like to express about helping people with the pandemic in terms of, especially young people who might tune into this, hopefully not, but let's say they do, in terms of depression, in terms of how to... First thing that he said, the first impression that he gave me was stop being, stop being on social media. So, like, let me... Good luck with that. I know, hold on. Here we are on social media, talking about Robin telling us to get off it. He's saying, he's saying more so, like, watching the news. So all, uh, every, that's... Inundation. Really inundation the constant you know right or wrong of everything and what's happening um i know they're not your words but how would you want to say it thank you when someone's depressed and they're watching the news what does that do it doesn't reinforces make, reinforces the depression he said so i'm like oh it makes you even more depressed he goes bingo yes it makes you even more depressed mm -hmm. sure it's piling on, you know, and then you've got parents right. talking about the miasma and it's disconcerting to younger people because it's hard enough for them to navigate what's going on when their parents are flipping out. Oh my God. Right. When somebody they know passes away and, you know, somebody they know passes away, then it's this kind of amorphous thing. So Robin, What's a good method? One is try to oh, filter. He's not done yet. Hold on. That's what I mean. Filter, filter the stuff out. What's number two? Number two is make sure not, don't watch the news. 
don't read, you know, reports. Well, uh, fil filter it out, put it that way, because you need to read, find out, you know, stuff. You do. <laughs> try to filter it. He's like, he showed me Chris Cuomo, somebody that I've watched before, and he's like, I'm like, should they watch him? He's like, no, they shouldn't watch anybody, but just try to, because that's still. Try to turn it off. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Literally turn it off. All right, I'm not gonna. He says, put on a comedy. Find a comedy on Netflix. Find something that's gonna make you happy. Something that's gonna be a little bit more cheerful. Okay. Uh, so exchange it for that. Exchange the news for some comedy or a good feel-good podcast. Um, and then he showed us art stuff. <laughs> um, that art was stuff or art? No, our stuff. Oh, our stuff, yeah. yeah. It's nuts. Yeah. yeah. Turn off social media. Listen to me and Jennifer. He said, he goes, something for and He showed us both in my mind's eye, which I always think is so funny. Um, start eating more clean because that affects your mind and it gets it all kind of haywire too. And he goes, so I have, he was mentioning me, I have, I'm doing this for a month. I decided to go vegan just for a month to test out to see what I'm allergic to. That means mm -hmm. no, no salt, no caffeine, no sugars, no anything. And um, it is mind blowing the clarity that you get from eating cleaner. I'm just happy I don't have any cravings right now. It doesn't mean I won't have one tomorrow, but I'm grateful right now that they've kind of, it's been taken away from me. Um, eat a little bit more clean if you're, if you can, and then be with people you love. Be with people you love. So either reach out to somebody that you love, even if they're not around you or talk to somebody above, know that the people you love are around you. Okay. Let's uh, recap. Turn off social media. If you're feeling depressed, Right. you're in that ballpark of depression or in the parking lot of the ballpark of depression, turn right. off social media, tune into people that you know and love, distract yourself with stuff that makes you laugh. Yes. Big Be one. healthier. Yes. What else? And one more. So there's, that's four. Oh, tune in to us. That was five. Yeah. Listen, talk to the flip side, tune in, not to us. But what we're doing, tune in to people you love that are no longer on the planet. Adopt a pet. <laughs> adopt a pet. Okay. Now, if I can just adopt a pet. Robin, correct me if I'm wrong, because I've talked about this and we've talked or about go, it. Like you said, go to, if they allow people to go in to one of those um, rescue places. Animal shelters, rescue places, walk a dog. Because when you put yourself outside of yourself, when you focus on somebody else's journey, whether it's walking a blind person across the street or an old lady or whatever, or, go, or walking a dog, you put yourself in their shoes and that affects the amygdala, which is the regulator of serotonin in the brain. This is a study that Richard Davidson done at the University of Wisconsin, how meditation, and the word meditation just means to measure in Latin, med, measuring, Meditation can cure or alleviate symptoms of depression. We've talked about that before, it bears repeating, but that idea of being an act of selflessness, whether an imaginary act, like I'm walking a dog, or a real act, physically doing it, helps wherever that is, the amygdala, regulates right. serotonin and helps you not be depressed. Robin, is there any part of that you wanna correct or add to? It has to create serotonin. Like when I work, I'm actually pretty happy when I'm working. Like I can see an instant shift when I'm connected. And everybody needs to remember you are always connected, but your awareness might not catch up to that as fast. So don't give up or don't. I think that's another thing that helps is feeling connected. It's like writing or journaling. Um, gratitude's a big thing. Um, talking to somebody, you know, they just showed me a picture of your loved one. This morning was a perfect example of, you know, I just, I have to trust the universe. And I always ask, you know, if I'm on a long car ride, um, who should I talk to? And immediately a picture will pop up into my head. And this morning it was my mom. And I'm like, oh, she didn't call me back last time. I'm literally fighting. I'm like, 
okay, show me somebody else or show me another person that I could call. And I got my mom again. I know better than to not call my mom after that. So I called her and um, it was very important that I talked to her. That's all. But yeah. it was very, she at the same time, she's like, oh. she goes, I can't believe you just called. I'm like, well, I have called you and you have not called me back. Right. But the universe put that idea, let's call it the universe. Could have been your dad. It could have been your higher self. Talk to your mom. And as a result, there was a positive result by doing so. While, you were, while we were talking about walking a pet, I got a text or a phone call from our buddy Robert, whose dog we have talked to on the flip side. I talked to him yesterday. Oh, very good. And, you know, he sent, once he realized that Jennifer could talk to his dog, <laughs> on the flip side, have learned new information from him, ask him questions, yeah, his observation. Cute, since we're not mentioning his name, which what was really cute is he's like, I'm like, he came through and he's showing me how much you like lemon, I think, cough drops. <laughs> That's pretty freaking specific. He goes, oh my gosh, I used to love those. And he goes, he said that you recently had a tickle in your throat and you should have one. And he goes, oh, he knows that I have a tickle in my throat. <laughs> All right, I'm laughing, but it's accurate. Right, and he goes, but I have, but since yesterday I've had this tickle in my throat. And he said, I'm like, well, your dog says that you, you used to like lemon cough drops and that you should have one. It would help it. And he goes, oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> well, we're not saying who this person is. We've, I mean, he's mentioned in the books. Um, he's somebody who won an Oscar as a writer and I used to work for him and I knew his dog very well. And so when Jennifer and I were working together one day, we were having this conversation and I just, I thought, you know, what if we can talk to his dog? And because the dog was really bigger than life. He was a huge dog. And so Jennifer and I did this weird thing because she didn't know who I was talking about. I said his name, you know, first name. And she was like, why am I seeing a giant white rug? And he was a giant white rug. But the point is, I asked him questions that only I know the answer to. And he answered them. So since then, we've had sort of ongoing discussions with him, conversations with our friend's pet, who's no longer on the planet. And that has opened up that door to other animals that we've spoken to. Right. And, and also in the research and architecture of the afterlife, there's a number of conversations I have with people not under hypnosis who are accessing their pet, an animal, or in one case, where a woman accessed my dog. She, yeah. I've never met her, Steph Arnold, is accessing my dog on the who died 40 years ago. And she's talking about him and you know his messages to me. Listen, it's mind bending. But if you allow that consciousness is functions differently than we're aware of, then you just you're on the same page as me and Jennifer. And you don't and you don't doubt it. So like ask who like it's little to strengthen your pineal gland. Ask questions. Just ask, ask questions. questions. Like I did. Driving in my car. Who should I call? Who needs who needs me? Who, who you know, needs me? <laughs> that's that's key. It, most people walk around thinking, what do I need? What do I want? What do I you know, why did my husband leave and die early? Why did my, etc. I hear that all the time. But they never ask the husband, why did you? They, you know, instead of like about me, ask about them. What's their journey? Right. How many lifetimes have we had together? A lot? Oh, I now I get it. So Luana? And she was just, you. it's so funny because I just got the chills again. And she's like, come back <laughs> to the class. So, Luana, thank you, Robin. You're always welcome. Oh, she wants to talk Deepak. Hold on. She wants to talk about Deepak. Yeah, hold on. Okay. While you're talking to her, I'm just going to say, Luana, when she was ill. She just said that she was, Chopra. she was too sick. She was too sick. Yeah, she was pretty far gone by the time she met Deepak. And not that he was a healer, but people had told her that being in his clinic would be helpful to her. Yeah. And not so much. And she said she wanted to be healed so bad that she was upset when she wasn't. 
So yeah, that's okay. It makes sense. Did say that he it the center did make her feel so much better, but it just didn't cure her. What's interesting is this is a conversation that Jennifer and I had before we started. Um, and I mentioned Luana told me her impression of Deepak Chopra at the time, and she's coming to correct me. She wants to correct my conversation with Jennifer, which is wonderful and hilarious at the same time. You're, the idea that I could say something and then Luana would say, ah, ah, hold on, that's not exactly how it happened. So Lou, back to you. Aside from Deepak Chopra, who helps people all the time and whatever, that's his thing. Day meditation that he has right now. Yeah, Jennifer's doing one of his meditations. So, okay. Lou, who needs to talk to us? That's it. Um, Who's here? Oh. I, I invited a few people, but I don't know if they're ready to talk to us or interested or. Did you think of, is it your mother, Anthony? Thank you. Yeah. So bring Anthony forward. Yeah. Anthony, why is today an important day? Because it's somebody's birthday. Thank you. It's Anthony's birthday. She told me that in the beginning, but then when we were talking about your about another co private conversation we had before we started. Yeah. Came through and then I forgot. But then. No, but I, yeah, and you know. Look, that's, we've been doing this so long, and I knew that my mom was going to, go ahead, I'm sorry. Did you have a stopwatch like you did last time? <laughs> no, no, I didn't, you know, because somebody complained. I mean, I showed them specifically how I asked us to talk to Carl Young, and then five minutes later, we were talking to him, and they complained. They go, well, you didn't convince me because you gave her all these hints and clues, and like, who cares? Yeah. I don't, we don't care, but it's I I asked for my mom. I assume my mom might come forward on her birthday. So happy birthday, Anthony. Uh, oh. And you don't have to worry about that situation, she said. <laughs> <laughs> I won't. But my brother sent me a great photograph of the four of the five of us together, her four boys and her. Jennifer hasn't seen it. I posted it a few seconds before we started. I haven't seen it, but she said she loved where you guys were at when that picture was taken. Oh yeah, so I love that house. That was a beautiful, our home. My dad designed it and we built it. We're standing in the backyard. I was very thin. I had just finished like a super diet. I was about a hundred pounds thinner. But, Anthony. Okay. Your son, she's showing me your son. Okay, and how he is venturing out with his piano or his keyboards. That's and true. He's adding more tones to it or more backtracks or something like that to this it. This is accurate. Yes. And there's something even involving with one of her backtracks or it might be something that he might do later. Okay. Like it's allow that she's inspiring him. Yes, she is Her inspiring son is, For people who don't know what we're talking about, so excited about it though. That's great. No, no, our son is 15. Um, he's self-taught on the piano. Yeah. RJ. RJ. And he's self-taught um, and he's an amazing pianist. And my mom was a concert pianist. So anthemartini.com, you can listen to her play the piano. But she's been inspiring our son. And recently in the past, I don't know, maybe a week or so, I have heard him playing unbelievable concertos and i say where did that come from and he said oh you know i heard it in a, a video game i've been playing and he without looking at a score you know sat down and played it i mean whatever i mean i'm a musician so when i'm impressed by other musicians all i can say is and then to hear my mom say that she's involved with that and to verify something i just heard a few days ago where I went, oh my God, he's playing in a whole different ballpark. Yeah, a whole different arena, she yeah. said. And it's great because so you, know, you think your him. son is over there playing a video game, you know, what's he doing? And Tsuchima is the latest one he's playing. And he was playing the score of 
this game, you know, that he heard. Uh, whatever. Wow. That's pretty Which neat. is lovely. It's lovely. It's lovely to hear. Anthe, um, what can you tell us? What do you need to tell us? Is there anything about our journey or about our class or what do you want to say? You knew Luana pretty well. Says everyone needs to wear a mask. Everyone needs to mask up. And everyone should still wear a mask up. Um, what was what's your impression of Luana now? I'm curious. She's lovely, inside and out. She's so hold on. I'm like. She's so smart. She's so much smarter than all of us. But she said, I'm like, smarter than Rich or smarter than you? And she goes, all of us. I believe that. She's a caretaker and she's a caregiver for spirits up there that don't know how to, don't know how to be. Um, wow. I said, I, oh, I just lost it. Hold on. Thank you, Anthony. She showed me that Luana, I'm like, so she's a master teacher and she's like, she's a communication instructor. She teaches everyone over there how to, through us, how to talk to people down here. It's just, or not down here, but within here. Yeah, whatever, in our realm, as right. opposed to their realm. Right, just like Morton, whatever his name is. Robert, um, Michael Newton. Yeah. <laughs> Michael Newton, well, it's interesting. I've been revisiting Michael Newton footage. Let's ask Michael a quick question. I've been revisiting footage that I shot of you. I don't like this to your cheeks, your mom. Mom, stay here, mom. I'm not done with you. But Michael, say again. Kissed you on your forehead, on your cheek. Okay. Hold on, Anthony. Michael, I just want a question, quick question. This documentary I'm working on, which takes footage that I shot of you and then combines it with some other footage I've shot. What do you think about it so far? I think you said it's too short. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, right now, well, the footage of him, yeah, it's only about 40 minutes, but they, with he's, all the other stuff. He's kidding around. Hold he's on. kidding. Yeah, no, because right now it's about six hours. Yeah, he's totally kidding. Okay, so he's mocking me. Yes, he is. he should. <laughs> well, he's mocking me because I call him Morton. He thinks that's funny. Um, I mean, is this in the right ballpark? Is this something I should focus on? I don't know if it's necessarily something you should focus on because he says we have new information or you have new information on how to communicate. Yeah. And okay. So we focus on that, he says. All right. Focus on, I can know what he means. I know what he means. I'm just going to sort of work this into something that'll be part of something bigger. Excellent advice. I appreciate it. Anthony, back to you, my dear. Any messages for any of your many nieces, nephews, children? She just made me feel Amazing Grace. The song Amazing Grace. So hold on a second. Is one of the cousins or nieces or nephews or whatever, is there anybody that sings? I'm sure. Okay. We're all Irish, half Irish anyway. So yeah. better be singing here and there. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. When Irish eyes are smiling. Sorry. Oh, she's showing me baseball. And then she's showing me, um, do they sing Amazing Grace? At, I know baseball started again. She showed me Amazing Grace and then she showed me, okay. Baseball. She's happy that baseball's back. <laughs> Yeah, sure. you we unpack this, Anthony. What do you want? What are you trying to express? Singing. Yes, singing, and then she showed me baseball. So I assume that it'd be the opening. Like, I know, I don't know. Yeah, they national anthem, and then you know, God bless America, blah blah blah. Amazing Grace is probably more appropriate. Um. But let's just leave that where it is. It's a, you know, it's a lovely image. And maybe I'll look it up and find some baseball team sang that instead of the national anthem. Maybe, yeah. She says to. Okay. Thank you, Mom. Happy birthday, Luana. 
back to you, my dear. Anybody in our class that needs to come forward? And she's grateful that Sherry puts up with you. <laughs> oh, thanks, Mom. <laughs> yes, so am I. <laughs> Lou, Luana, come on. Who needs to talk to us? Prince. Oh, Prince. Very good. And again, Prince, you're about to bring someone forward, aren't you? Not yet, but yes. Yet. Yes, but not yet. Okay. That relates to somebody I thought we might talk to. And Prince is telling us not yet. This is not a person that we should bring forward yet. He knows who I'm talking about, even yeah. if Jennifer doesn't. That's fine. And that person will talk to him when it's time. Correct? Yeah. Next couple times, he says. Yeah, no worries. What do you want to say to us in general, sir, about anything? The class, about your journey? How not to be cloudy. How not to be cloudy. I think he talked about this before. Weird. How not to be cloudy, he says. Related to the pandemic? Just at any time. To not be time. cloudy, he says. He just showed me an image of going outside and breathing, like breathing, you know, breathing fresh air, clean air. Um, and he made a reference that maybe not in China, but um, <laughs> without like making it bad. He's not trying to make No, it I know what he means, pollution. He's talking about pollution. Right. So, Prince, first of all, thanks for showing up. We always appreciate you being here. And I'm assuming that you're doing the same thing that two other of your friends have done, which is to come and talk to us about the pandemic, how to deal with it, how to deal with the emotions of it. Correct. Music is one, but before music, breathing said, fresh air, clear the clouds. Music is obvious, but it can also make you sad. So uh, be selective with the music that you play. Okay, very good. What do you recommend, sir? What would be an artist that comes to mind that you would think, what? Don't judge. What did he say? He said, like, watch Bill and Ted's Greatest Adventure or something like that. Comedy. Laughter. Comedy. Yeah, yeah, laughter. Get outside your head by laughing. Right. You know, let me ask you this, Prince. I heard this uh, when my first time I did a Between Life session, and it was that laughter is the most direct way to connect to your higher self. That tears do the same thing. Right. But they Laughing, require sending like endorphins or some sending something to your electric magnetic field. Yeah. But I, I said that tears require catharsis in order to make that connection, to make that understanding. But laughter is the most healing of all human reactions because you're directly connected to a healing feeling because you're outside yourself and you're laughing right is that correct yes anything you want to add to that water he just keeps putting my impressions out to the beach where where i'm looking where i'm grateful enough to have an office that overlooks the water so go physically to the ocean is that what you mean ocean water lakes really connect put your feet in the sand you know, get in the water if you're not afraid of the water. And, it, it, and even if you are, just get your feet wet. Even a river. Yes, or a lake or a, like whatever it is that um, if you're in the woods, a tree, you know, go. So let's just give people this advice, which is if you can, think to yourself, where is a river, a lake, or an ocean that's near me within a couple of miles? And today, I'm going to go out, wear my mask, get to the ocean, get to that water, take my shoes off, and stand in that water. And I'm going to remember this conversation because Prince told me to do it. And think of a song. Think like, of a song. Think of a song. Like Amazing Grace. Right. If you can't quiet your mind, think of a song that will allow you to quiet your mind. Okay. Like Little Red Corvette. It's a Prince song. Nothing compares to you. Come on. <laughs> Listen, I heard him play Summertime on the piano. 
I mean, I was watching some YouTube video and somebody had just captured him playing and it was so elegiac. I mean, transcended. So yeah. summertime, that could be a song. It doesn't matter. Find the music that makes resonates with your heart. Get your heart rate up. Do something physical. Like whether okay. it's or whether it's, you know. Walking. Yeah. Um, getting your heart rate up or getting, getting your, you know, moving movement also creates a, um, creates it's more environment. Yes. It sends off endorphins. And our last person to talk to in this pandemic episode, we initially talked to Jonas Salk, not on this, but it's in the research, it's in the book. He came forward, Jonas, and he suggested we drink elderberry juice, aloe vera juice, and a sai, which you can buy like the juice for it, or you know, mix it together. And, and you talked about, Jonas Salk, you talked about them looking in the wrong direction for a vaccine, but you also talked about the bark of the elderberry tree as having elements that they should be looking for. Does that still hold true? Or what else would you like to add to that, to that formula that you gave us? Because zinc, vitamin C, those are all within those things that he suggested. And they now say that they're very good at fighting coronavirus or getting your immunity up. That's interesting. He showed me like, he took the elderberry stuff and showed me as like a mist going in. Breathing the elderberry in. Yeah. Like he showed me like some type of, instead of having, you know, the coronavirus, how yeah, it yeah. has. Like, well, it appears to affect our lungs in a really dramatic way. It may be blood system, whatever that is. But let's just talk about this. Jonas, would it be like an inhaler or would you be like cooking it and then breathing the steam from it? Like taking elderberry juice, which is zinc, and putting it in water and boiling the water and then breathing that steam? Would that be? I don't know. I'm making that up. It's really interesting. I never even thought of it like that, but um, it does feel it does feel like to inhale it, to steam it, inhale it. Like vaporize it in some way. Steam it would be boiling it. Okay, is that what you mean? Jonas, do you think we should maybe put a couple of tablespoons of elderberry juice in water and boil it and then you make a funnel and you breathe that? Is that what you mean? Or they should somehow vaporize it so you can use an inhaler? Something like that, yeah, vaporize it, it feels like. Vaporize it. Just to recap, John Urseo came and told us that hyperbaric oxygen therapy, which is oxygen at a certain temperature, mm -hmm. can help with brain issues, dementia. We had Robin Williams come forward and tell us to focus on mental health by doing turning off social media and finding ways to laugh and connecting with what those you love. Prince told us to go out into the water and and sing a song or do some music to help focus you. And now Jonas Salk is telling us to vaporize elderberry juice, which is zinc rich. Is that correct? And Lou, anybody want to correct me on any of that? Like it's better for it to go inside your lungs versus being outside. Okay. Said. So drinking some elderberry juice, valuable, correct? Because of the yeah. zinc. If you can find a way to vaporize it, however that would be, putting it in a, I don't know, putting a vat of some boiling the water. Or, I don't know how you vaporize stuff. And I'm not going to ask you, sir. I think they're going to figure it out. I think it's going to be something people, that... Okay, somebody will figure it out. Okay, and, and again, people listening in, don't take this as gospel coming from the flip side. This is to inspire people to think of them for themselves. Use yeah. your subconscious mind, your connection. If it's not that, it could be something else within it. So we're just could giving- be, Could be yeah. the properties within, well, correct me if I'm wrong, Dr. Salk, but if the elderberry juice 
And elderberry bark has properties that sort of filter out all types of coronavirus, viruses. Then the idea is if you can coat the lungs with that same substance on some level, it would also fight off the infection or grant immunity. Is that correct? Correct. Okay. And again, we're not trying to prescribe anything. We're not doctors. We're not selling anything. I have no investment in elderberry, but I've, I've got a lot of it because they told us to get it. And I drink a lot of it every day. I don't know. All I can say is I'm still here. Okay? <laughs> right. So right. I'm turning into an elderberry bush. You know what? I just got a picture in my head. It's a picture that you posted of your neighbor. Ah. From COVID. Well, that before we forget about it, before we end our session, I know I don't have you much longer, but his name was Jose. He was a psychiatrist from, right. no, nah, he was a psychologist from Spain. He lived the floor below me. Go ahead. He's just saying thank you. That's funny. I was just on the elevator with somebody on in our building and I was talking about him. And I was trying to tell this person who wasn't wearing a mask, who was on his floor. I said, you know, a friend of mine passed away last week who lived on this floor. And he would tell you to do what? Go ahead, Jose. What should I have told him to do? Wear the darn mask. Wear the effing mask. Mask it up. He did use the F word. Oh, let me ask you, Jose. It's impolite for me not to. Who was there to greet you when you crossed over? His mother. Very good. Was that a surprise or was that a wonderful thing? Or I'm, I'm putting words in your mouth. A blissful thing. Blissful thing. Any advice you want me to give to anybody who knows and loves you in this building? Because they had a party for you. He knows. He's doing great. He's doing great. Run now where he couldn't run before, he says. He's doing, let's say again. He can run it now where he couldn't run before. Very good. Do you feel yeah. like you, oh, go ahead. He also says that Sherry, had, like he knew, hold on. Sherry was the martyr for the building. Like she's the one. My that, wife. Yeah, he said he would have died a lot sooner if it wasn't for her. And he's grateful. That's very interesting. Cause she, she was concerned about his health and his breathing and you know reached out to get help for him. Fascinating. Do you feel like you succeeded in your journey? I know you've had many lifetimes, Jose. Yes. He says he was over he was overwhelmed with joy of what he was shown of how many people cared for him. He he volunteered at the um, Saban Clinic in Beverly Hills as an intern and he stayed there and he took care of people who couldn't afford it. And that was his life's work. And he had, he was doing telecine, whatever patient stuff. I'm sure there's a lot of people whose lives he saved and journeys he changed and people he helped. So have you gone through your life review and experienced that? He loved it so much, he did it over and over again. <laughs> oh, I didn't know you could play it back. That's interesting. Of course you can you'll in the stuff that you might not have seen at first or like everything just it just solidifies more and more the chills very good i think your nephew is here cleaning out your apartment he also said he loved the music that he would hear oh, wow i'm sorry i didn't know you could hear me play sometimes yeah <laughs> yep, he was he was the floor below us i don't think directly but we do bang around up here you heard something. It could have been you out on the deck or whatever. I'm not sure. Well, listen, I didn't ask Jennifer to talk to him. I didn't bring him forward. But he popped the image that I posted of him online. Because when he had passed, I was really kind of furious about it because 150,000 people who, I mean, New Zealand, they have zero. Japan, they have nobody. All these countries where people did the right thing and figured it out and let their scientists dictate what the, it made me angry. 
And so I didn't want to write just an angry thing about our friend passing away from something that was preventable, but I did a little bit. Um, but it's also to let people know that we're all on a journey here. We're all just walking each other home. Are you doing to save several other people, he said. So it was okay to rent a little bit because he said. Somebody put on a mask. Me, as an example of somebody that it could have been preventative, but didn't, you know. Right. Well, don't forget to vote. And, you know, we have a chance to change the world and we've got to roll up our sleeves. So we got to get to work. And, you know, I mean, I heard President Obama saying it today in a tribute to uh, Congressman Lewis, who we didn't ask to come today. He's busy. When the time comes for John Lewis to come and talk to us, we'll be happy to chat with him. But he's got a lot of people he's got to see and pay homage to. People in our class, but we've talked to before. That's what Prince was talking about, right? Yeah, is that right? Okay. No, actually, I'm. I was thinking about um, another a musician that Prince would know of okay. his work. That one too. Sorry. I'm sorry. He also knew Lewis as well. Oh, he did. Okay, very good. Well, we will save Representative Lewis. I mean, look, I know he's busy, and it's up to him. He, you know, he doesn't have to come and talk to us, but if he wants to, we'd yeah. love to have him. Yes. He will. As well as this other musician that Prince made me think of Prince. And so when you mentioned him, I thought, oh, he must be bringing him forward. But not that's who I was asking about. Not just yet. Not just yet. Okay. okay. Wow. Who Wait. knew that this would be a pandemic episode? Didn't see that one coming. Did not. Neither did I. But you know what? Thank you all. Thank you guys in class. Thanks for showing up. I hope the one person on the planet who hears this, it helps them in some way. If you need Jennifer, she's at jenniferschafer.com. If you need me, I'm at richmartini.com. And we love you. Love, love, as Robin would say. Love, love. Thank you so much. Ciao.